What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we have a repeat guest. Mr. Brandon Ingram is going to be talking to us about Tales from Town City. We're also going to be talking about AI. AI yeah. coming up. We're going to be talking about it. Let's get it. Welcome to Catch the Crazy Podcast. I'm your host with the most set, the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George the Dreamer Montana. What's happening, Whoa. everyone? Welcome Whoa, to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are live tonight. It is Tuesday, October 3rd. We are on our regular evening. They're spoiling us two nights in a row. Yes. We are back with another live episode. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel. Word. Give us a like if you're in the comments. Give us a like. Word. Share the video out to everyone. If you want to know when we're going to be live, just hit that notification bell. It'll tell Word. you when we are going to be live. Tonight, we are going to be talking to a uh, an artist, a creator, a writer, who's been on the show a few times. This is, I believe this is his fourth, fourth appearance on Catch the Craze. Two years ago, we met him. Yeah, we met him two years ago. Episode 273 was his debut, uh, I guess, on the channel. Then he came back again a year ago, episode 428. Look how we moved so fast. Then he was here for episode 466, and tonight he's back wow, once look again. you doing your homework, at least once again. Damn. Yeah. Someone has to. Very, very excited to see Mr. Brandon Ingram back on the show. So it's going to be a good time tonight. He's got a new book. That is out. His kickstart is almost over, man. That thing is almost 41 over. hours to go. Um, That's right. You know, he, right. He slaughtered it, killed it, slammed it, dunked killed it. it. Killed it. it. Yes. And then, and then in, a, in a little bit, we're going to be talking about uh, AI contraband. And I will explain contraband to yes. you all. Contra I know Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Michael Sammartino. I see him in the, uh, in the chat. Acting up. He's very excited about the uh, the topic for the day, but yeah, brother. So let, let let's recap a little bit. We were we were live last night. What happened last night, Sam? Tell us what happened. What happened? Duty happened, bro. The Dudarius Uranus. We kicked off the Kickstarter for this nail in my toilet. Um, last night we had the launch party. We were funded in the hour first hour, which is fantastic. Um, but you know we I want to give away two shirts, man. I want to give away two shirts. We are four backers away. 
And if we get if we get those four backers by uh, eight fifteen tonight, or you know what, I'm going to extend it to the end of the show. Oh, by the time we end this show, if we get those four backers, I will raffle off those two graphic tees. And you're like, yo, Sam, what are you talking about graphic tees? I'm talking about these right here. Bam! Look at that. Look at that. Not even available on my store. This is, I wasn't going to release these shirts till next year, but I was like, you know what? I want to entice the, I want to entice the backers, right? So if we get 25 backers, that means we need four more within the next 45 minutes. Um, two people will be drawn to win one of these shirts. Um, so uh, I'm excited about that. Um, there's so much to offer. And don't forget, we got the 48 hour bundle, bro. It's a steal. Right. It's like Remington right. steal, right? 48-hour bundle. Look what you get, man. For 30 bucks, you get all three covers, even the Back from Uranus cover, which is the homage to Back to the Future. Um, plus, you get the two prints, all for savings. I mean, you save $15, and you get it for 30 bucks. And uh, so that ends tomorrow night, this time. So take advantage of that bundle. I don't know why this is spinning. I can't get out of that. There it is. All right. Um, take advantage of that bundle. You know, But most importantly, I, you know, I, I was looking at the analytics – well, two things Kickstarter did. They gave us a whole new set of analytics, which is in beta mode, but they also removed that feature from your app. Mm -hmm. So all you can see is Kickstarters. You, you don't get all of the behind the scenes stuff that you used to get on the app anymore. They removed it. I don't understand that. Hey, that's the matter of you. What if I'm on the go? I want to see it. Yeah, the, the app, I think it's more for uh, people who pledge and not the people who set up the uh, yeah, at, least, at least that's the way it seems to be you know engineered it's more that's, for just, like, that's no bueno it's no bueno yeah. but um yeah so i was like i went it was like it will this feature will be gone within the next five minutes and it was like, it just vanished i was like wow it was like magic yeah. um yeah. but uh yeah yeah so there's name my toilet we launched it yesterday thank you everybody for coming in but that was what i was telling you about i was looking at the, the analytics and 19 of the backers were repeats from the previous campaigns, all from different parts. Some of them didn't even come back for like issue five or whatever, but they were all return backers from the series, which is so thank you for coming back and sticking with me throughout this process. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so we got 29 more days to go. We got 45 minutes to go to get five backers to to get your names into a raffle, and I'll do it tonight live on this show um, and find out who won those shirts. But uh, there's a lot to offer, but I really, really want you guys to read the book. And... Um, and all I ask is if you back the campaign, please make sure you let, you know, the world know that you backed it and uh, help spread love out there. Um, and everybody else who out there who, who posted yesterday, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, and then this weekend, I got the Arlington Comic Fest. It's the last convention for me for the year. I'll be hanging out with Paulie G, Paulie Giggles at the Arlington Comic Fest. And, um, you know, it's the last one. And then I'm, I'm taking the rest of the season off. My next convention won't be till I think February. And um, yeah, so I'm just taking that off and that's it. And uh, so it's really the next 30 days, just promoting the campaign and um, trying to get more readership and, uh, and that's it. So um, what's going on in your world? I know you're going to New York Comic Con soon. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So next week, starting on Tuesday, obviously we're back. I think we have another show. I don't know if you're away, but I think we're back here next Tuesday. Yes, we night. are. Uh, but on uh, Monday, I think the ninth is Monday. Uh, next Monday is the launch of my new channel. Get your meds channel launches on Monday. Art of the of comic writing will be the first show that I will be uh, launching. And Mr. Hades of ASAP Imagination will be on the show. We're going to be talking about writing. Word. So that's happening on Monday. 
the ninth. So oh, make yeah. sure you, yeah, yeah, it's here. It's here. The launch. What's up, Joey? Into his house. Yeah, yeah. Bert Rodriguez. Yes. What's going on, my brother? Uh, yeah, so that's happening next Monday. Uh, and then on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you can find me at the New York Comic Con because I will be there with Mr. Johnny yeah. C. Mr. Johnny C and I will be at the show. What up, Hades? And we're going to be at booth 2040. 2040. I will have uh, my Wonder Duck book there. I won't have uh, <laughs> the second uh, graphic novel yet. I'm hoping to have that by next year. But I will have copies of the first graphic novel. And I'm also going to have a bunch of prints. I'm going to have a spinning wheel uh, so people can come in there and spin it. Spin me around a good, good time. We're going to have some fun. Oh, yeah, Gil, stop by, brother. You're going to have me some fun. Have me some fun. Yeah, I'm going to be raffling off. Uh, well, not raffling off. You, you, can, you can win it in the spinner. I'm going to have the first six issues of Rust that I printed out last year. No, two years ago. We were supposed to do, um, be, no, four years ago, before the pandemic. We were supposed to go to uh, East Coast Comic Con, and we never made it out there because of the pandemic. It was supposed to be oh, in wow. May of 2020. We were supposed to do a show. And so I printed a bunch of books because it was it was uh, Russ's 21st birthday. So I printed out, yes, yeah, so I printed out, you know, a few copies of issue number one, two, three, two, one, one through six individual copies. I only have three left of those. And so wow. I'm going to be giving those away. So come by, spin the wheel, and see if you can get those. So that's happening, man, next weekend. So make sure if you are in the at the Comic-Con, Gil, I'll see you there. I know a few people are coming. So come by booth 2040. We're going to be having a good time. And uh, yeah, man. And then uh, what else? Oh, my God. I, got, I got a few books coming out I'm working on. I'm working with uh, ASAP Imagination. Big shout out to Hades. I'm writing a book called Dead of Night. Uh, oh, that okay. We'll do that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can get Russ 5377 digitally on yeah. the Any One World platform. That is out now. Issue number five comes out this month on the 25th. So pick that up. But I'm also going to be working with Hades. I'm writing uh, issue number two of Dead of Night. And we started getting some pages in, man. That artwork looks off the hook. Nice. So I can't wait to start sharing that stuff with you. But yeah, man, it's going to be a busy end of the year, man. It's going to be a busy end of the year. So yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. And then a shout out to a kid in the comic. I keep on forgetting. It's like, yo, duty <laughs> is in, is published by a kid in the comic as a comic strip in a newspaper. That's, you know, that's it's always been my dream to have a comic strip. And so um, right. duty is published so you can get duty as well. And basically it follows the same sequence as the comic book, but in a comic strip format. And it's uh it's every month at seven uh, papers a year. You can go to kidinacomic.com and 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 have it um, shipped to your house each month, or you can go to your local comic book store or bookstore and ask them to um, carry it, and they'll reach out to then and give them a kid in the comic website and go there. But again, if you're watching this, if you're new to the channel, um, I am your host with the most, and the crazy man Vera. I am also an independent comic book creator, and I have a Kickstarter that's going on right now for There's an End in My Toilet, issue number six. If you got the first five issues, you don't want to miss issue number six. Uh, take advantage of the 48-hour bundle, which ends tomorrow night. Or if you haven't pledged, um, if we get to 25 backers by the end of this show, I will be raffling off two graphic tees. I want to say that again, um, uh, which is the Samurai Duty uh, graphic tees. And uh, so, yeah, we got till the end of the show to get four more backers in there. To get um to be able to raffle that off so yeah, yeah lots yeah, going yeah. on lots going on during duty yeah 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 now one more thing before we move on to the topic or whatever 
we're going to do next. But also at the comic uh, at the comic book convention, I'm also going to have issues number one of Catch the Crazy. What? Catch the Crazy. You mentioned the crazy man there, and I remembered that Catch the Crazy issue number one. If you never got it, if you weren't able to, we we did Kickstarters for this way back, like a, a few years ago, and uh, we did three. So uh-huh. issue number one is available. Will be available. You can pick one up from me at the table on uh, on the weekend uh, next weekend, the twelfth through the fifteenth. So come by booth twenty forty. We're also going to have that ASAP imagination. I'm also going to have some stock of that. So I'm going to have a lot of stuff at the table for you guys yeah. to. Pick and if up. you don't remember what Cash the Crazies is, I'm just going to have to do it. Dude, don't you get goosebumps when you see that? Yo, <laughs> that's the crazies. That was yeah, man. Oh, that was gonna man. be yo, dude. We we rocked that out three issues straight, bro. Bam, yeah. bam, 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 bam. We actually yeah. have issue number four written, but unfortunately, yes. you know, the, the it'll, it'll come back. It'll be we'll, we'll get that fourth yeah. done, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's gotta be. We gotta make that like a monumental event when we we do that issue four. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Royals called Poyos. Yeah. What up, Aníbal? Yeah, it's the crazy, but yeah, so Catch the Crazy will be available. Yes. It's about these two knuckleheads and our plight in comics with a little fanciful yeah. twist to it, yeah. um, and supernatural element. So it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, if you ever wondered what how, how did you guys wait, you guys had a podcast and came back. This is the story about how that happened. Well, hey, what's up, Hannah? This is the story about how that happened. So check yes. it out. Oh, one more thing to announce before I forget. The latest episode of Shoot the Ish with my man Hades is available right now on ASAP Imagination. So check that out. We are talking 80s cartoons. We're going to shoot the ish about 80s cartoons. Hurricane here in the bird. Race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a duck bird. A bunch of a mystery. Or rewrite history. Ducktails. Hey, you just seem like you were an element. I was in it. I was in I remember catching a Kickstarter coming out of about two. Yeah, yes. man. Yes, Brandon remembers. Yeah. He knows. He knows. That's the crazies, bro. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah. So, that's going to be at the show. I'm excited about that. Um, bringing issue number one back for those who missed it and maybe never got a chance to do the Kickstarter. They didn't even know it was around. Pick up issue number one. Then issues two and three are available on the website on duties.world.com. I believe yeah. issues two and three are there, as well as the, the compiled graphic novel that we did. Oh, yeah. Hannah, you have a little secret, I think, that you've never told us. Or maybe she did. Hannah Strauss has been on our show also. Yes. Uh, so big shout out to her. We're going to have to have you back on soon. But Sammy. And let's don't forget, let's get dangerous. dangerous. Uh, yes. Yeah, dark, little Darkwing Duck action. Darkwing Duck, yes. Uh, all right. So, without further ado, why, why, don't, why don't we give the people a little, a little medicine, Sam? What do you think? Oh man, I think that's illegal, but I'm gonna do it anyway. It's time for your medicine. 
Ay, contra. Ay, contrabando. All right. Contraband. Let, let, let's talk about that first. What is contraband? In this case, and I got to give a shout out to my man, Victor Claudio. Victor Claudio. He coined the, 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 the term contraband when it came to bringing in uh, things from Marvel or DC to your table when you're trying to sell your own indie work. If you have a print of Superman, Batman, whatever on your table selling it, and you're basically making creating competition for yourself while you're selling your own independent books, that is contraband. It should not be on your, on your table. It should not be there. And therefore, he coined the term contraband. That's contraband. AI, we all know what AI is, right? Artificial intelligence, obviously. And now we're seeing it more and more in our space, right? So today, because we're going to be talking about this, I decided I was going to, um, you know, put a prompt into an AI program that is free that you can download. It's an app you can download. It's free. And so I decided to, to bring, put in a prompt. The prompt that I put in for the image that you guys saw, and I, I think, I don't know, Sam, if you have the other one, um, the one without the graphics on it, but no. uh, but the prompt that I put in there, and it's the Superman that you guys saw, I put Christopher Reeve flying through the air as Superman in Jim Lee art. Okay, right. that was the prompt. And then, boom, what you saw in, 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 the, in the thumbnail is what popped up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I there it is. That came up. Look how beautifully rendered that image is until you notice the hand. And I think that that's been the dead giveaway. Also, if you notice his hair line uh, is a little off. He has more like curls. an alpha. Yeah, he's got yeah, like he's a got, split down the middle. He's got like a double curl happening there. So, but these are the type of things that now are making their way into conventions. Yep. There was a, a friend of mine, a buddy, a, a buddy of mine who was also an indie artist, had a table at a show, only my own. There you go. Promote your own stuff. Um, <laughs> it's my sketch cards. Yeah, hide that contraband, dog. Um, so anyway, so he had uh, he he was he had a table at a show, and sitting right next to him was an artist who was selling contraband, and it looked people were eating it up. It started, you know, upon inspection, however, you started noticing the hands. And they, there was a question about whether or not that was AI art. And how do you feel about that, Sam? How do you feel about AI contraband at a show? I think it's a cop-out. Uh, unless the computer itself is sitting there selling its own work, it's a cop-out <laughs> because you're not, you're not an artist, right? It, you, mm -hmm. It's a fraud. You're a fraud. Basically, you're capitalizing on a system um, and you're cheating the game. Um, you know, there was a guy on YouTube that is promoting two apps that create comic books. Mm. You give them, you tell them exactly what happens and, and it'll spit out pages, um, panels and everything. Um, and I think that it's a cheap shot. And, and But I think people will capitalize on it. P people who don't have, people who are writers who don't have the money to get artists, they're going to capitalize on that, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, um, but it's the consumer's choice whether or not you're going to support it or not. I just think as an artist, I, I, I'm and a writer, um, you know, I believe in honing your own skills and your own talent. And, and, and but the, when you if you're going to be doing AI, you should have a label on your, ta your, your table that says this is, um, you know, computer generated art. You know, don't don't fraud the, the people. Don't try to lie to the people, because what happens is people will get pissed off if, if you if you lie to them and you pose it as your own work. Then they find that it isn't right. 
and uh and then now you got bigger problems but um if you're gonna do it go all in and and but make sure people know um but it's not my cup of tea uh, i'll never support um that kind of stuff uh i'm a traditional artist look i use computers um for coloring but i'm doing the coloring the computer's not coloring for me it's my strokes i'm selecting the colors i'm looking at the tones i'm picking the swatches i'm doing all that stuff so i'm uh um AI, all you're doing is putting in some keys, um, strokes, typing it in, and then is what you get. So, yeah, I, I think, listen, I think there's a use for AI, right? I think sometimes if you say, for example, Sam wants to create a background, a world with weird things happening, and you just, you just can't see it in your mind, and you decide to type it into that program, and it gives you this crazy looking world where you're like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. And then you go in there and redraw that world with your hands on the computer and you do it that way. I think that there is a use for it. it it's, a oh, it's, it's, it's the same it's thing as art of books, right? So I'm a collective art of books and I, and, and why, because I get inspired and I, and I look at how people um, approach foreshortening. You can use it as a tool. I think that's okay. It's when you, like you say, it's when you, you pass it off as I did that. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even original fully AI books at conventions. I, I I agree, man. I agree. I, I agree. I mean, this person that I was telling you about, um, that was sitting next to 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 the, the buddy of mine, came off like a bandit, bro. He was selling prints for thirty five dollars, and people were eating them up. He was he left there with like thousands and thousands of dollars, um, in his pocket. With right, he's gaming the system. Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing that happened with Bitcoin. Look what happened with Bitcoin, right? Any any, and then what happened? One of the biggest frauds in in the Bitcoin uh, and um, that shut that half that stuff down. Because that guy, I forgot his name, that committed all that fraud and everybody lost millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, you know, it can be used as a tool for reference. Yes. Yes. So here's mm -hmm. when when that whole phenomenon started, right? They started talking about AI art. I tested it, right? And um, so there's a scene in this name in my toilet where I was struggling to capture the the vanishing point, right? And I was like struggling to capture the depth of the scene that I wanted. So I typed it in AI to see where it would be because I, in my reference books, I couldn't figure it out. And I, you know, I was going outside with my camera trying to get that right angle. And I, and I typed in and said, Oh, just simple as that. So it was a square, right? Lines. And then I just went and now I understood. So you can use it as a reference. Um, if you're stuck, that's, that's what I look, the same thing I do with art, art of books. I go to YouTube channels. I look at other artists and how they approach pages. That's, that's what art does, right? You'd use it as reference, but it, Ultimately, you should be the one that's doing the illustration um, based on the inspiration. Yeah, man, I, I know that. Um, it, okay, so let's see. It has its purpose, but it can be exploited negatively. That's why there needs to be boundaries set so artists feel they are not being ripped off by their art being utilized without permission. A hundred percent. What about the NFT fraud? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? What happened with that? I think if you turn it on, you're not allowed to say anyone else using it is wrong. I think if you turn it on. Okay. Um, what's up, guys? Yo, what up? Seabass, just my opinion. I hear you, Paulie G. Um, I, I just think I, I think that again, it should be a tool. It should not be the norm. I, I don't think that that should just because think about this, right? As as a comic book collector or whatever, right? You go to these shows, for example, and somebody like David Finch is sitting at a table. Todd McFarlane is sitting at a table, right? And you collected a comic book that they were artists on right? You go to their table and you want that signature because they they worked on that. They did that. With an AI image, whose signature are you getting? 
You, you know, who, who you going to the who's signing yeah. that for you? Who's signing yeah. that for you? Uh, Seabass, I use AI art as a reference tool, not for original art. I use it to help with reference images that show I feel AI art should be used, similar to how we look up references. Yeah. Yeah, like, same thing. Like so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think, uh, Look, whether anyone's allowed or not allowed, that's that's a matter of opinion. Uh, for me, is if you're gonna do it, put you need to have a plaque on your table that says "computer generated art," so people know that that you're not the freaking artist. Um, and that's my opinion because a fraud is a fraud. If you're trying to lie to people and pass it off as your own stuff, you got problems. Is that like that one guy? At, at, it was at a comic con um, that was reprinting other people's work but claiming it as his own, right? Okay. Same thing. It's the same exact thing. So, um, you know, for me, yes, I agree. See, Bass, use it as a point of reference. Um, that's what you know. I haven't touched it since when I did the the episode on AI on the Crazy Ten or less, because um, I said let me test it out, see what people are talking about, and I and I used it for a reference. But that was the first and last time I used it. I've never used it since, okay. right? Um, and because I've been holding honing my own craft, right? So, but um, you know, again. There's going to be a lot of debate on this and there's a lot of opinions on it, but I, I really believe if you're going to use it and sell it, label it that this is how I create, this is how it was created. I typed in some codes on a computer and the computer generated this, you know? I like that question from they don't. So go, no, go back. I think there was one, one, yeah. Contraband is not the artist e art either. Correct. In other words, if they're drawing it, yeah, they don't own the intellectual property. So you you were you were talking about we were talking about this with uh, with you, Sam. Remember the other day you were telling me about that? Who was it? It was uh, Parker. Who who was talking about Jay Parker? Yeah. Jay Parker. So so yeah, tell tell, uh, tell us what he was saying on on the on the podcast you were watching. He was saying something about like because they were asking him how are why are people allowed to draw these these this art when they don't? Yeah. Have, so basically, yeah. yeah so the the, right? the, the the he was on live stream and and they were talking about. Um, why are the big companies allowing artists at conventions to sell their renditions of mainstream characters? So where the line is, is if you're selling it online on your website. If you had a convention and you drew it and it was your art, the, the, the big studio is not going to shut you down because it's a form of advertising and marketing of their character. So they don't see anything, any problem with that. But if you're doing mainstream and you're, and you're selling it online to the masses, that's when they'll they'll probably interfere and try to you know send you a cease and desist. But at conventions, they're not going to give you a problem unless you're printing Jim Lee's work or you're printing somebody else's work and trying to sell it. But if it's your own art, if you know you call it fan art or whatever it is, they're not going to interfere. And uh, so what you see, I mean, how many of you? I mean, I go to conventions all the time, and you see guys just doing mainstream uh, characters mm -hmm. that's all they have there's, there's no sequential art, nothing else but just prints 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 and they got big walls of prints of iron man captain america all and these whatever right and they sell right mm -hmm. so um you know it, it, look if there's a way for people to make money they're gonna do it what do you say yeah. i worked at a convention with the vendor across from me was proud to say all art at their table was ai and they sold out. See, and, but they were being honest, right? This is why contracts are being negotiated with TV film because it will become more and more prevalent. The rights of performers and writers need to be protected. Yep, I agree. Yeah, you got to be transparent. I agree. It's like those print monkeys that just stole images. Yeah, uh, it should be banned from shows uh, the way peds are in sports. PDs, PDs. Yeah. Um, also, don't put fan art on merchandise. Yep. Um, Vex Comics. Hey, uh, what's what up? up, Charles? Oh man! What up, dog? Hey, there's there's the guy. Wait, he's doing those hovercrafts, right? 
I, he's yeah, I was, what is yeah, it the, the, the scooters uh confess i had a special appearance in deadpool issue number four. Uh oh look at that all right yeah no a lot of a lot of interesting uh viewpoints and listen i don't know i don't think anybody's wrong <laughs> you know what i mean it's it, it, it's your opinion it is what it is yeah, it's an, it's an, it's an for opinion. me for me i i think i agree with with say for example aniba they shouldn't be at shows that that shouldn't be allowed at shows yeah. not an artist alley you're not an artist you should not be an artist alley i'll tell you that much if you're if you're using ai art and you're just typing stuff into a program and it's printing it out for you you're not an artist you're not you're, you're a great writer you describe things beautifully you know what i mean but you're not an art and you should not be an artist alley. that's what i think yeah um if you want to be transparent about the fact that you're selling ai art and people are still gonna buy it man to each his own it is what it is i just don't think that they should be in the area because as hard as it is for us to sell our independent artwork now we got to compete with machines too like we're not just competing it's just, with like, yeah, yeah exactly so i mean they should not be they should not be uh able to enter competitions no none of that stuff right unless you have a category ai comp competition then you can go right. in it as many of those as you want right, right? but um anytime you try to alter a system um whether it, you know, and you see it, we've seen it in society, right? There's been all this infiltration into gender and all that other stuff, whatever. You got to keep it pure. Keep AI where it belongs, you know, protect the real artists, um, you know. And that's what I say for artists out there. Uh, the ones who are, at first, the ones who needed to be afraid were the con the concept artists, right? The ones that do all of those big, beautiful um, illustrations for film and, and all that stuff and gaming. But now they've been working aggressively to create the comic book apps, um, AI apps, right? I, I so it's like it's that. almost as you know, same. It's almost as if they're really trying to. I mean, what was it? Who was it? I think it was Pepsi, or what was the the company that just the AI created a new flavor, <laughs> right? Damn. So it's like humans are trying to eliminate humans yeah, from yeah, from making. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's like it's like, it's as if they never watched Terminator Two, bro. Yes. Like, what, what what are we doing, guys? Yes. Comparable it's to steroids and sports, yeah. not be allowed. Period. I, yeah, I'm, it's I've never seen such a hard push to eliminate the common worker, the blue collar worker. You know, the, the average Joe. And it's like this really big push to eliminate all of these things that make us great. You know. Art and music is what makes the, just a human being a fascinating species, and and we're do and we are the ones that are trying to just basically put ourselves out of business, bro. And, and I know we got to bring Brandon in, but I, I was watching Jim Lee the other day, um, just draw online, right? He just was drawing, and I was talking to Neil about this. He was he was inking traditionally, just inking with a, with a brush, and the mistakes that he was making. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And the mistakes that he was making on the page made that image beautiful. And those yes. mistakes, those mistakes can't happen on the computer. You can you can recreate a mistake on a computer and it'll still look perfect. But just like the miss, just like a mistake on a page makes that image special. And I think we're losing that with yep. all, with, with finding perfection. We're losing our humanity in a sense. Yeah, sounding all philosophical and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's kind of sad, man. It's kind of sad. And well, Thomas Rollins said that, right? Thomas Rollins yeah. said the one when he was doing portfolio reviews, one of the things that frustrates him when people try to make everything look too perfect. He goes, you know, you have to, you yeah. have to draw. That's what you're talking about, yeah. Yes, um, you have to draw in the most natural way for yourself, and and it's those those imperfections that make it beautiful. Like you were saying, right? Yeah. It's yeah. um, and I think that's what it is. AI is just taking the fun out of comic book process. Yeah. 
exactly exactly and uh you know so for me it's like you know what you won't see any of the stuff on you know i'll show my phone to anybody anytime you won't see any of those apps on my phones because it's, it's not worth it for me um you know i'd rather just get better as a creator and as an artist um yeah. and that's my thing but again if you're an ai guy and you had a convention let the people know that you, that's what you're doing don't lie um machines are people doing. manufacturing yeah. artist manufacturing it was only yeah. that time yeah, yeah. it just caught up it just all caught up but you know what we got to catch up with? We got to catch up with Mr. Brandon Ingram. He's yeah. coming up right now, I think. Right, Sam? You going to bring him in? I'm going to bring him in. Let's get him in here. What's <laughs> up? Oh, yeah. Look at this. Yes. Oh, right. This oh, is no, AI-generated Brandon. Brandon isn't actually here. <laughs> That's fantastic. I freaking this love this is what happens when you put Brandon into one of those <laughs> AI, AI things. Program? This is what pops out. <laughs> That's what happens. I love it. I love it. Brandon, listen, man, you've come a long way from the first time you were on our show. I remember Brandon. The first time he came on our show, he was very shy. He wasn't really too open about talking about his. And look at him now. He's cosplaying his own character. <laughs> That's because Brandon, it, Brandon caught the craze. I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't take my meds. So, Brandon, listen, we're going to talk a little bit. If, if you don't know who Brandon Ingram is, he is the creator of a combo called The Gallows Man. And he brought that to our attention two years ago when he was working on his book. And now he's expanded. You've expanded now. You've expanded the world. And this is a character from that world. <laughs> you have six fingers on each hand, too. This is a character from that world. Now, Tales from Town City is the new book that you're working on. But tell us a little bit about the character you're cosplaying right now, bro. So, yeah, it just so happens that it worked out to where I finally made a character that cost me less than $40 to cosplay as. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the character I'm cosplaying as is a character named Hypno Ray. He's in Tales from Town City. Thanks, Sebastian. He's, a, he's in Tales from Town City, and he's a part of one of the stories in that where it's yeah. two homeless villains trying to use expired coupons. Um, and Hypno Ray is one of them. I love it, dude. I, I I read I read and thank you so much for sending us the the book. I read I read all three stories, dude. And I gotta tell you, man, they were funny. Bro, they were funny. Thank that you, story that you talked about, the two homeless villains trying to buy food with expired coupons. It's hilarious, dude. Now let me ask you this. I know that um no Ray, and they use they use their, their their first initials, right? It's B it's yeah, your yeah. BI, I'm JM, that's uh SV, right? Because we're, exactly. we're buddies. But where, why? Why did you come up with the idea to like basically take these characters who maybe are less lesser known within the, the book and give them their own anthology? Because this is what it is. It's an anthology by you. All, all the stories are in, in this book are by you, but they are from you, characters from your world. So walk me through that mind, uh, through that thought process of doing it this way. So I first got to mention... Tells from Town City, whenever I first, like it becoming a thing was a complete mistake. Like it started from a mistake is what I mean. Uh, Gallows Man number two, whenever I was making that, uh, as we were going along, I added some extra pages to kind of help with pacing and stuff with that. And I didn't keep up with the pages by the end. And I, I print the printer I go through. Uh, prints and pages, page increments of four. So like four, eight like 12, that sort of thing. 
And we got to the end. And with the gallows, man, I like to have like behind the scenes stuff, like basically me just word vomiting on the page. People can see the, the behind the scenes of the stories and stuff. I only had one page to do that. And I knew I would be spouting a lot more than one page. So I was like, oh, crap, I'll just have to add another four page increment. And I finished that, finished doing like a, a podcast ad in there. And I still had two pages to fill. There's still two pages that need to be filled. So I was like, well, I could write like a little two page story following Newsboy. And it was like a, a story where Newsboy has a dream and it's it's funny, it's cute and, and all that. And as I wrote that, I was like, dang, like I kind of want to write like more of these with like the minor characters within the Gallowsman oh, universe oh. to where it, it basically led to me creating a list of like minor characters in the gallows man i was like oh i'll make like a 40 page or a 48 page one shot of them right. started writing some of these stories and then i was like crap like this this ain't going to be a one shot like there's there's too much here to where like it wound up being three issues in total because it's wow. all these these characters i want to write about so originally tales from town city started from uh basically a printing mistake I made, but there's a ton of fun just expanding this world. It's really kind of. good. It's really, it's really well done, dude. It's really, really well done. You have a story, you have the story of the two homeless villains, which is dope. So, you know, he, he uh, he's one of them. And then you also have a story about the, uh, what is it? He's the, he's the, uh, he works in the morgue. Oh yeah. 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 The mortician. He's the mortician. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, uh, basically a mortician who is cremating villains bodies kind of like under under the table type stuff that the city's right. having him do he's not really right. questioning it and all while he's cremating the bodies this one's like one of the most meta stories he's just commenting on the villains yeah. names where it's like yeah. Yeah. your name's the frog you're dressed as a frog that makes, makes sense, sense. Right. And it just escalates to where it's like you on the other hand i don't get it your right. name's the jackal you don't resemble a jackal at all. Like you're, you're dressed as like a green mobster or something. Why, why aren't you called the green gangster? Like yeah. it's not a great name. It's better than the jackal though. And he's just like going off on these villains all while cremating them, just losing his mind. Yeah. It's, it's really uh, cool. Really cool story. And then the third uh, one is, it's is almost like, um, it reminds me of super pets a little bit. Yeah. It's from yeah. the point of view of the, the pet of the dog of the gallows man, right? It's his dog. Yeah. Basically it's his pet. Who also goes on his own adventure um, while he's at work? It, it, it was really, really well done, Brandon. I got I got to commend you, man, for for putting these things together and expanding your world in a way where, like, I you know you you figure you know I need to write a full like twenty four page comic about this character. No, you you wrote what eight pages of yeah, these characters, yeah, exactly. and that was enough, and that was more than enough. So yeah, I mean, listen, your Kickstarter is live right now. I think I think you it ends tomorrow, right? um october 5th so oh, two days okay. a little days. less than 48 hours yeah. yeah 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 a little less than 48 hours and you've already made your goal uh on it and i think that uh i think there it is you have 110 backers bro that's amazing dude that's amazing 40 hours to go you're at two thousand three hundred and eleven dollars and uh and yeah dude it was it was this is actually a page from uh the last the last story there uh, uh from tales from town city dude but are you are you gonna continue to do these anthologies? Is that is that the plan? 
Yeah, I, and like the Gallows Man will still come out because that's like a four issue miniseries. Like issues three and four will come out. But yeah, I, I plan to uh, come out with issue two of Tales from Town City as well as issue three eventually. And then it, it might be more than that. Um, but currently at least three issues. And each issue is following different set of characters within the Gallows Man, essentially. Now with Hypno Ray, what came first, the outfit or the character? Like, did you send this to your artist and say, "This is what these artists he's going to look like," or did he draw it and say, "Oh, I can I can recreate that"? It ultimately started with like uh, uh, minor villains that I just needed as a joke in the Gallows Man, because like Hypno Ray and Rusty Hook appear for like one page. In Gallows Man number one, it's just one page because, yeah, okay. like, Gallows Man and Newsboy round the corner into Far Side Alley, which is like an alleyway full of homeless villains and stuff. And they're just commenting on some of the villains, and some of them were Hypno Ray and Rusty Hook. And, like, ever since then, I was uh, they were just images essentially, they didn't talk at all. Yeah. You just had Gallows Man and Newsboy talking about them, but ever since then, I was like. I want to do something with them eventually yeah, like like yeah. whether it's further stuff in the gallows man which they do appear like in issue three of the gallows man but i was thinking like i want to like i don't know expand on them more like just like these homeless villains and, and villains in quotations because it's really like how bad are they like it's really just like a pathetic Dude. situation <laughs> kind really of does that. i'll tell you this though Hypno Ray is a bad guy, bro. When you, <laughs> when you read about when you read about Rusty Hook's like origin story within those first eight pages, the the Hypno Ray is a bad guy, bro. It was an I, accident. It yeah. was an accident. <laughs> I mean, listen, you guys gotta read it. You guys gotta read because within those pages, Hypno Ray and Rusty Hook they hang out, and you find out how how Rusty Hook became who he became, which is basically a pirate, right? He's yeah. a pirate, you know, with with the hook. For a hand with the, you know, with the, with the, uh, with the, uh, what you call it? Uh, what, what else does he have? A uh, peg leg. He's got the peg leg, right? And he, he also has an eye patch and, and he starts or ends a sentence with arg. Right, so. right, right. He's, he, he's a pirate. But when you find out how he became that pirate, it's so subtly done. I was like, I was reading that. I'm like, damn, that's wrong, man. It's <laughs> wrong. It's funny. It's freaking funny, yeah. but it's wrong, and that's what makes it so funny. So, and yeah, and no. just through the conversation and like the yeah. detail, rather than actually showing the the gruesomeness of it, like you still pick up on like, oh, like that's messed up. That that yeah, that and that's what I liked about it. That's what I liked about right. it. And I know the rule in writing is show don't tell, but in this case, it worked. Right, it worked because it's within conversation, and it almost makes you want to see more. It makes you want to learn more about that character. So I highly recommend uh, you guys checking out Tales from Town City because you really have some really good stories and it's hard to do what you are doing in such a, sh a like little amount of time. Like the page number, the page count is what? Eight pages? Is it, is it eight pages? Am I right in saying it's, that? Because uh, it, I read it really quickly. It didn't even... Yeah, yeah. It, it's 32 pages, the whole comic. And right. the first story, this one, Tenfold Hypnotism, the Homeless Villains, is 12 pages. Mm. The Mortician one's four pages. And then the Fierce Pets one is 16 pages. Yeah, yeah. And they, and it's it's a quick read, man. Some of these, I mean, this is this is hilarious. Did you do the lettering in this, Brandon? Uh, no, actually, Nikki Powers did the lettering. Okay. Like she's yeah, she's nice. almost like my my go to letterer. Yeah. Like 
I, I've worked with her on Disney Avenue and, and various other stuff. Yeah, no, very nice. Very well done. I mean, this whole thing, there's the mortician story that we were talking about right there. Yeah. Coming up. yeah, that's it right there where he's burning the bodies of all these villains and stuff. It, it works, dude. And then you have different artists doing yeah. the art for every story. Now, normally that that doesn't work for me, but here it worked because of like, I guess it kind of, it matched the story you were telling. So I, I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Juan Romero, he did like the two big stories. He did the two homeless villains and, mm. and the fierce pet story. He did the art for those, oh, yeah. uh, which is most of the book. And then Helen Bolton, who's the main artist of the Gallows Man, I got her to do the the four page mortician story, kind of as like a like a nod to the Gallows Man. Like, yes, it's uh, a spinoff of the Gallows Man, and yeah. you can read it all by itself, but just kind of like nodding back, to like, oh, like that's the the main artist of the Gallows Man. You know what I liked about the pet story? They don't speak. Yeah, they don't speak. <laughs> Like you would, you figure that okay, you know, typical story where the dog, as soon as the the owner goes away, the dog all of a sudden speaks, and all of a sudden he communicates. They don't speak at all, and I think the beauty, and this is, and this is, this is what comics should be, right? You, sh it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a visual medium. You're telling a story through sequential art, and you don't even need the words to know that these pets are communicating with each other. And I think that you did a really good job writing that because it's not easy to do, man. It's not easy to keep an audience without any dialogue on the page other than bark, 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 meow, meow, yeah. meow. You know what I mean? Like that's all they're literally saying. Like yeah, that's what yeah. you're reading. It's bark, bark, That's bark, the thing meow, is meow, like, meow. like of the three stories, like for me personally, as like a writer, like it was the most challenging to write, but it was also just the most fun because there's so much absurd stuff that happens. And it one with like, like literally, because whenever I was writing it, like the animal dialogue, I wrote out the dialogue and then just replaced each word with like the animal noise. So like mm. there's something there, then it's now bark, 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 meow, 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 meow. And then like some of the other animals as it goes along, like there's not like popular animal noises for them. There's not a popular like right. yeah, walrus true. noise or a true. sugar glider noise to where I had to like look up that stuff <laughs> and try to like make my own that sounded okay in the comic. So wait, so was there actual dialogue then? You replaced actual dialogue mm -hmm. with get out of here. I would love yeah. to see what the actual dialogue was, dude. <laughs> that should be like a stretch goal. Like if you get to a certain <laughs> amount, you should be able to see what the actual dialogue was on those pages. That's freaking dope, man. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Wow. So yeah, so 40 hours left, guys. If you're watching, check out Tales from Town City. Uh, the, the link should be in the show notes and it should also be it's in the, the chat, chat as well. Yeah, if you guys want to check that out, because this is dope, dude. This is dope. So uh, the, the outfit cracks me up. Are you are you are you going to a Halloween party this year dressed up as Hypno Ray? I, I might. I've, I've been going to conventions. <laughs> I've been to two conventions dressed yeah. as this because it, it like ultimately it's one of those things where it's like if you're a comic writer, like if you're able to dress as your own character, yeah, dude. it's, it's great. I, I think it's an ego thing within all of us. We, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Cause gallows, man, like I'd love to dress as gallows, man, but yeah. one, there's like some issues. He's got like new surrounds that plus oh, yeah. like a custom suit with that would cost hundreds, if not a thousand dollars. Whereas absolutely. like, this is like, pick up some stuff at a thrift store, dude, get, dude. get some rental wrap. And then the most expensive thing was the spiral glasses. And I was like, an order on Etsy for like 25 bucks. But wow. no, it, it was one of those things where like I wrote the the story and everything and then was kind of thinking like, oh, like 
like like someone I can't remember who someone was talking about how like uh oh like you should dress up as one of your characters or something and then I started thinking about it started thinking about all the characters I was like almost all these I can't because it's either inappropriate or it's yeah, just too yeah. expensive yeah, yeah. um but then I saw hypno ray I was like I, I feel like I can I can do this pretty cheap hey, listen if you have a buddy who's like bald or something you know what I mean <laughs> Dress him up as thinking. Oh, what's his name? It's a uh, Rusty. What's his name? Yeah, Rusty Hook. Rusty yeah. Hook, bro. And you yeah. guys could just hit freaking conventions together. That would be fun to see, man. It would be fun to see. That's that's genius, dude. That's genius. Thank man. you. Or or I can just like uh, uh, just hypnotize them and that's get it. them to commit to the bit that, to where they, they gouge out the eye, cut off the hand, cut off the leg. <laughs> that's it. Do dude. all that stuff. Yeah, man. What are you gonna say, Sam? No, I said that's it. Just <laughs> hypnotize, bro. That's that'll work. Oh man, man, that is fun, dude. That is fun. I I hope to see more of these characters. I so Gallows, man. When when is the next one coming out? So issue three. I hope to like we're we're like a little over two thirds of the way done with it right now. I hope to have have it out around January or February next year. Um, probably at the latest, it'll be like May, something like that. But yeah, we're we're trying to have that out as well as Disney Avenue number three out, and if we're able to, Tales from Town City number two by the end of the next year. If not, then beginning of twenty twenty five. I love it, dude. I love it. And, and again, just so the format for all of these uh, anthologies is you're the writer for all the different stories, and then you, you bring in artists and they draw the stories that you're writing, which almost sounds like what people do when you're doing an album, you know, like a music album. You know, you like the, you you write different songs and then. You just sing them and you put them in one book. I, I think you're doing a great job with this stuff, bro. It, it's it's really it's really working out. Are you doing any appearances? Any any other conventions? I know you mentioned you did some already. Are you planning any others uh, before the end of the year? The the last one I'm going to do this year. I, I live in Northwest Florida. It'll be at a Pensacon Halloween Fest. It's in Pensacola, Florida. I'll I'll be there. It kind of works out because it's like a Halloween fest. Mm-hmm, I'll be mm-hmm, dressed mm-hmm. up, that sort of thing. Um, but It'll, it'll be pretty good. It's going to be October 7th to 8th, so this weekend. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's coming out. Yeah, this weekend. Literally me saying it right now, I realized it's this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so i got to pull all the stuff out of the closet to, to stack and all you that. You better hurry up, man. You better hurry up. <laughs> it's coming. Nah, good stuff, dude. Good stuff. Listen, I hope to run into you uh, at some point next year, hopefully at a convention or something, maybe hit something up in Florida. Wherever I want to do, do I want to do the the – like the North conventions eventually. Cause yeah. like, like where I am, if you want to go to like the, the not say not entirely saying like a big convention, but a more comic focused convention, you gotta go to like South Florida or you gotta go Northeast or out West. Yeah. And like, yeah. it, it's, it stinks where I am, but eventually I want to, I want to do some of those. I keep hearing stuff about heroes con. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm thinking about that. I don't know. North is that North Carolina or South Carolina? It's in the Carolina. I think it's right? it's either North Carolina or yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, it's, it's one, one of those. those. Yeah, we did that one year. I think it was we might have done it during like a, a bad weather or something. It, it was kind of dead, but I, you know, you you make the best of those things. You know what I'm saying? You make the best. of Have you been? You haven't been to MegaCon? Is that the one in, that's in Orlando? I think right. I haven't yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to. Uh, I I don't know which I, I probably should have checked it instead of just take someone's word. Someone had told me like. Uh, they're going on like a raffle system now because there's oh, wow. so much, but but I'm not sure. I, again, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just that's just hearsay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I need to check into that. Um, yeah, that that's one I want to check out. Like I, 
I like Sam was completely right about fan expos. Uh, mm. <laughs> I've heard him talk about fan expos before. He's completely right. I did yeah. fan expo New Orleans uh, back in January. Ultimately, yeah. a really good time because I got to meet a lot of like it was my first convention, so it was also like just whoa. Like, oh, wow. I, I actually yeah. kind of like that my first one was a big one because then mm-hmm. all the other ones, like the smaller ones, is like oh, like this is cake. Like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, kind true, of. true, um, true. But like meeting like some of my like the 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 Marvel guys or the big indie guys, like meeting them in Artist Alley, like that was awesome. Like inspirations yeah. of mine, as well as I did, I did decent in sales and stuff. It was a really good time, but like, yeah, sales compared to like the smaller conventions, it's like, yeah, the smaller conventions are so much better. Yeah, sometimes conventions, you, you sometimes conventions are great for the attendees, not so good for the vendors yeah. behind the yeah. table, you know? Yeah, well, it, it was one of those things where like I thought about it, like, uh, as the weekend went along and, and it helped like ease my mind because it's not like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Essentially, mm-hmm. it was more just like I thought about, OK, cost you about 50 bucks to get in the door as as a, yeah. a person coming in, 50 bucks to get in the door. And you're also going there for that big celebrity or those couple of big celebrities yeah. like you're yeah. wanting the autograph, you're wanting the picture. Nowadays, the big guys like they had Sam Raimi there. They had. Sean Austin there. They had Eddie from Stranger Things there. Like oh, yeah. the big guys, it's like a hundred bucks for photo and autograph. So they're right at, there, they're at hundred and fifty bucks. Hundred and fifty right plus. The they got to eat lunch. Mm. It's usually overpriced. That's twenty right. thirty bucks. Right. So it's like it, it it stinks, but it does help me keep that reference of like, yeah, it makes sense because they like. Have basically blown their whole wallet by the end of the day to where it's like yeah. it, i mean if i was them like after doing all that like i i'd, I'd hide i'd show my face as i walk by artist alley like yeah man yeah but you never know who's there just for you guys for us yeah, yeah. just for the people just to, hey what book am i going to pick up today you never know who's there for that and that's yeah and that's the chance you're taking but it's okay because again you got to go in there with the right state of mind i think you're doing that now so that that's that's awesome dude hey keep doing it man keep doing it this this looks to be working dude did you are, are you did you were you dressed like this at, at the one at the fan expo no because at that okay. time like like i hadn't even found artists for like this comic yet because february is when i started hiring artists for the comic so like i i didn't even think of this as being an idea at that time yeah. uh but yeah like it, it's it's one of those things where it worked out. It ultimately is like a little bit of a shtick that I've latched on to. That's okay. But it's one of those things. If you if you find a, a shtick that helps out in indie comics, it's okay to latch on to. I'm not going to milk it dry. I'm going to try <laughs> not to do that. <laughs> but, I mean. Yeah. This is, it's going to be great when people start dressing up like you. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like when yeah. people just start dressing up like that, and you're like, you're seeing people walk around dressed up. That that that's gonna be nice. That's gonna be nice. I, just, I was just talking with uh, uh, Keith Gleason and Johnny C oh, a couple yeah, of yeah, weeks yeah. ago. They talked about how uh, I could possibly have tinfoil hats and give them out essentially. Because yeah. in the in the conventions, if someone's wearing it, people are gonna notice. Be like, how did you get that? Get that? Yeah, and, right. And that's I was a, like, that sounds like a Johnny C idea. That sounds like yeah, a Johnny C yeah, yeah. idea. Johnny, Johnny came up with that and they like <laughs> He's good with that expanded stuff, on it essentially. Yeah. 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 To, to wear like not this convention, but like future conventions, like in 2024, 
I'm going to do that. I was going to do it because I was at a convention a couple weeks ago. I was going to do it there. I brought Reynolds wrap with me and everything. Um, but then as we were setting up the table, we're, we're like, our tables are like butt to butt with like all the other tables that are there. There's not much room. Yeah. And I was just trying to think logistically. I'm like, how the heck am I going to like, like there's multiple things. It's like, one, am I going to reach across the table to wrap Reynolds wrap around the person's head? And two, is someone going to let me touch their head <laughs> to wrap the Reynolds wrap around? So where it was ultimately at the end, I was like, I'm not doing this, but what I will do, I'll pre-make like yeah. a good bit of them yeah. at the house, like on a, not on my head. People don't have to worry about oils and all that stuff. I'll put it on like a mannequin head. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'll do that in the future. Yeah, no, that sounds like a good idea, dude. That sounds like a good idea, man. But uh, yeah, dude. Um, I don't know, Sam. Sam, you got anything for uh, for for Brandon? No, I'm going to give you the screen. I want you to give you a little pitch and let everybody know why they should uh, uh, back your project now. So uh, on three, two, one, go for it. Awesome. So I, I think you should back this project because I am monkeying myself around as as hypno ray. But no, no, I, I do enjoy dressing as Hypno-Ray. You have less than two days to do so. I, I should mention Tales from Town City, number one. It's a spinoff of the Gals, man. You can read Tales from Town City, number one, by itself. Uh, but I do want to mention stuff with Gallows Man because tonally it fits in. Gallows Man is essentially an Adam West Batman meets Inglorious Bastards. Like that is the Gallows Man. Set in the 1940s, he's beating up and killing Nazis, all while having like that fun jovialness of Adam West Batman, like the, oh, we we got him, chum, and and like Newsboy being like, oh, gee, Willikers gallows, man, that was crazy, like that sort of stuff. Uh, so you have that with the gallows, man. That tone carries over into Tales from Town City. This first issue, like Georgia talked about, there's three stories. The first one follows two homeless villains trying to use expired coupons. Uh, the second one, we had talked about it earlier, it's a mortician trying to make sense of dead villains' names all while he's cremating them. And then the third story, Fierce Pets, uh, and I should also mention PETS is an acronym. PETS stands for Precise Ecosystemic Tactical Squad, uh, kind of harkening back to those Wildcats days, the covert action teams. Uh, and with Fierce Pets, it follows this, this super animal team that goes and slaughters animal poachers. And it's uh, of the stories, it's the one that has like the most action, the most gruesomeness. Because when I say slaughter the animal poachers, like it's definitely a slaughter. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend checking it out. There's reward tiers that range from $1 to $70. Every bit helps. Uh, we've the book's completely done. The book is completely done. We've hit our funding goal to where if you back the, the Kickstarter, you're going to get the book. Like, it's guaranteed. Um, digital copy for Tales from Town City is just five bucks. Uh, Galsman 1, 2, Tales from Town City number 1, all digitally, all together, is just 12 bucks. That's over 130 pages of comics right there. Uh, physical copies for Tales from Town City start at 10 bucks. There's a I really like the t-shirt. I, I ultimately made the t-shirt for myself and I'm glad other people are, are wanting it as well. It's a Fierce Pets t-shirt. Uh, it has the, the Fierce Pets team on it and also has the, 
the acronym below it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And then there's a bunch of like physical bundles as you go up. There's also retailer bundles for really good value. Uh, yeah, every every little bit helps as well as just sharing it out to people. That helps a lot. Awesome Outstanding. Stuff. Yes. Good job, Brandon. Thank you so much, dude, for coming on the show. I Thank thoroughly you. enjoyed the stories. I thoroughly recommend the stories. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you pledge to the campaign. It is over on October 5th, which is about 40 hours from this moment. So make sure you pledge to the campaign. Brandon, yes. I can't wait to read more work from you, dude. You're a talented writer, dude. So much fun reading your stories. Um, so yeah, and, and make sure that when you do come up with the next Gallows Man, you let us know, because I'd love to uh, check that out. For sure, out. man. And Thank maybe we'll, we'll run into each other one day at a convention. Yes, I, I want that. I want that. Yeah, for sure, Absolutely. dude. All right, buddy. Thanks again for coming on the show. We wish you a lot of success. I mean, you already get the success, but keep it keep it going, buddy. Thank you, man. Yeah. All Peace. right, Brandon. Peace, brother. All right. So that was Brandon Ingram, the Gallows Man. Um, actually, Tales from Town City, Golden Age Superhero Dark Comedy. Uh, links in the chat. Links in the summary. Go check it out, guys. Um, it's there, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I like I like the creativeness. I like uh, you know taking it to that next step and you know making it real, right? You know, it's like I think that's that 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 extra oomph um, to the um, to the project and what he's doing. Yeah, no, I like the fact that he mentioned he would he found an artist or he was you know hiring artists in February and by October the book is done. Like you, that yeah. that's that's great. You know, what I mean that's that's commitment to uh to his uh to his story and the fact that. He's got a main story. Gallows Man is the main story, but he's decided to kind of create these side characters, or he's created side characters and given them stories to kind of um, expand the world and expand the fan base. I think yeah. it's kind of brilliant. I love the fact that he's cosplaying his own character, dude. Like that's that's, that's awesome. Dope. Yeah, yeah. freaking dope. Man. I mean, who do, who wouldn't want to do that, right? You know, it's like, I mean, I've been, you know, I mean, it costs too much money, but I, you know, one of these days I'm going to make a duty costume and my wife's only 4'11". She'll, <laughs> she'll tell you she's five feet, but she's 4'11". And I want her to walk around with the duty gear. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, who doesn't want, you know, to see their character come to life, right? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not, man? Why not? Yeah, but yeah, man. brother. So did we make the 25 today? We didn't. We didn't. Wow. Um, you know, um, again, um, you know, the goal was to um to uh get to 25 backers um by the end of this show, and I would raffle off the two uh, graphic tees um to two of the backers, which are those graphic tees right there. The samurai duty is duty and alien samurai. Um, I thought we would get there, um, we didn't get there, but um I want to remind everybody we have the 48 hour bundle. Mm -hmm. uh, the campaign for book number six is on right now. Uh, we launched it last night um, and uh, there are three covers available and the 48 hour bundle allows you to get all three covers plus two prints for, for pennies. Um, you can also get yourself drawn into the book. So that's also an option where you can get yourself, yourself into the series. Only three slots available for that. I think, or uh, I haven't even checked. And then uh, everybody who uh, pledges $20 or more are going to get the first two cards in a nine-card series of the Samurai Duty, which goes to the Samurai Story, which is launching next year. And this is the 48-hour bundle, the three covers plus two prints, uh, Dude Pool and Dusuka. Um, and uh, so, and then there's the homage to Back from Uranus um, cover. So there's a lot um, to unpack in this campaign, um, you know, and... 
the goal is really to get i want to say thank you to the 19 people who came back mm -hmm. uh, so 19 people of the 21 were actually repeat um uh backers and um so i appreciate you uh, but you know i love this campaign to be the best one yet i'd love to break 100 we duty has not broken 100 yet on kickstarter i love this campaign to be the, the that um to do that this is the last one for the year this is probably the best in the series so far you got patrick you got um Brittany, you have bobby you have no boo for you catching ghosts of what we do you got agent doe you got also the emperor which you saw him in the last couple of issues you know you have general goatee um um and uh so you got a lot of different things coming in in this series it's, it's a lot in the, in the janitor the janitor himself if you were if you were a uh uh if you grew up in my era you saw one day at a time with schneider he was the janitor um that's basically the look that i went for when i created the janitor but again um there's something for everybody um you know even if you don't um if you're overseas you can get the digital copies you can get every back issue uh, digitally um add-ons all the back issues are available as add-ons so again if you can share it out to friends and family help make this one the best one yet um you know we launched yesterday we got 28 days to go um and uh and then hopefully we can get the word out you know so i'm excited about this campaign um really worked hard on this and uh i, I hope that you are too and and for the 19 of you that came back thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you word man word yeah so make sure you if you haven't done so yet and share the campaign once yeah. you pledge it uh share it out share it out get the word out yeah running campaigns is a oof, it's a 30-day ordeal bro it's, so, it's, uh, it's a full-time job yeah it really is it really is but yeah no i i mean the book oh don't did you tell them about getting drawn into the book yes today you yeah. get you have an option of being a character in this in the in issue six um and uh, that's also a tier you get uh, the two covers uh print plus yourself drawn into the book um only three slots available uh, so that's also exciting too where i get to all you have to do is uh, once you pledge and the campaign is funded you send me a photo and i start working on it um and uh and get you in there uh so that's that's also cool as well um i threw that in as an incentive and um if we get to 100 backers everybody gets a bookmark um and the first stretch goal was two thousand dollars and that one you all everybody will get the um duty as print and you're like what the hell is the duty as print samuel i'll tell i'll show you right now right <laughs> i'll show you right now since you're acting up so if we go down here real quick give me that duty as print bro yeah i know right uh where is it so the duty as print i don't know if you see me posted on on social media <laughs> But this is duty as the Hulk, duty as Iron Man, duty as Captain America. That's hash. If you go to Instagram, you go to hashtag duty as, you're going to see um, duties, all these characters. One and, S, guys. One S. Stop being funny. Yeah, stop acting up. And uh, <laughs> yes, so that print right there, if we get to $2,000, everybody gets that print and it's legit. And that's um, that's pretty fantastic. And if we, get, and if we go even further than that, and this is this aspirational thinking, this is me dreaming big. What's going on over there? Stop oh, the chat, the chat just running with the duty ass. I know. They're just running with it, bro. So yeah, if we if we get to the ultimate, you know, 5G level, then uh, everybody will get the uh, PDF of the directors behind the scenes um storyboards thumbnails character designs and script for duty alien samurai the series that's coming out next fall um so there's something in here for everybody 
the stretch goals are achievable. You got duty as prints available. You get all the variant covers available. So um, this one's uh, this one was an easy one to put together. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Seriously, the duty. In- <laughs> Oh, duty as I gotta say no. Duty, oh, duty as duty. <laughs> and uh, we are children. We are and it's children. funny. What, what's crazy is that you know when I was um, not employed and I was working from home, <laughs> it was one of those things. Where I was getting a lot of requests. Can you draw duty as? Can you draw duty as? So I was stop like, it! Stop saying that! <laughs> stop saying it! Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> yes, and, you uh, are. So yeah, so uh, so that's basically the 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 campaign right there in a nutshell. Um, again, uh, lots to offer. If you haven't read Yo, the book, what size are the prints? I, I was just curious. What size are the prints? The, the other prints are standard eight by eight, eight, by eight. Okay. but that duty as mega print is going to be vertical eleven by seventeen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, is it? It's for the children. Remember, law. This one's for the children. No, no, we're not getting. I don't want any duty ass. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah. So if you haven't read the book, um, pick up the book. Um, you can also get issue number one. Uh, all the issues are there. You can get the graphic novel. The graphic novel is available on this. So volume one is available on this Kickstarter as well. Uh, so if you miss issue five and you got the first four issues, you can get caught up. Uh, so uh, there's a lot there. Uh, it's issue six. It's a milestone for a, an independent, right? So it's a big achievement. This is number six of 10. So it's a 10-part miniseries. It ends at 10, and then, it, and then it'll pop off with... Um, the uh, continuation of um, Duty's Monsters and uh, then the Duty Alien Samurai, uh, which will be the next ones. And uh, uh, but yeah, what's crazy is that I also have the the Duty Christmas special that um, um, uh, I've been redoing that I did already, but I read illustrated the whole thing, the thing, which is pretty dope because Duty goes up against you know Frosty and the Snowmen and Santa and the Elves and it's like it's all wacky and crazy um, because they he think you know like a Christmas special to me bro intelligence tells him that Santa Claus is the leader of Earth and, and you know he has to infiltrate his camp and you know the el- the Elves are his army so uh, you know how duty does uh, how does Sam keep a straight face because uh, my bro, bro yo you see duty's face. He, he is stop, not stop stop putting that he's thing not up entertained. Up. He looks like he has not slept in like three months, bro. <laughs> stop putting him up again. He's like he's scaring me. That is, back he's back got his middle finger up. What is, <laughs> what is going on with that thing? He's like, I wanna hear I wanna hear the the the, the voice that, that uh gentleman at the show gave him. That's what I want to hear. Oh yeah, that's gonna be on the art channel. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So the the videos I'm still editing from the book signing and um, at the LCS, and the one from College Station, and then I'm gonna have the one from this weekend too. So I'll have three videos to catch up on. I haven't been because I've been traveling for work, um, but um, in about a week I'll be on vacation, so I'll be able to get caught up with a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah. So. But yeah, it was a fascinating show. Again, you know, shout out. Um, what's it? What do you say? What better to give for Christmas than a present? Than a present of, of huge, huge duty. duty. That's right. Toma. Take it. Take it. But uh, let's see that duty as shake it, shake it like a salt shaker. 
Duty, that duty oh, ass shit. He's no, not twerking. No, duty no, is not twerking. He's not twerking. He's not twerking. He's not twerking. He's not twerking. That wasn't a twerk. <laughs> oh my god. Let, 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 let me do my shameless plugs real quick. Oh and then, yeah. And, oh, and, then, and then you can go back to your twerking. Let me move his mic. Next <laughs> next weekend. Next weekend. From the 12th to the 15th, I will be back at the New York Comic Con with my boy Johnny C. Johnny C and I will be at booth 2040. Come and check us out. I'm going to have Wonder Duck. I'm going to have the uh, Catch the Crazies number one. I'm going to have some Ace Up Imagination stuff. I'm going to have prints. I'm going to have the spinning wheel. People are going to be able to win stuff. I'm going to have pills. It's going to be a blast. We're going to have a good time. So come to booth 2040 if you are at the show on the 12th through the 15th. Next week on the 9th, I will be debuting the uh, Get Your Meds channel with the art of comic writing with Hades himself. He will be on the show. We're going to be talking about writing on that show. So check that out. I will also uh, be uh, putting out issues. Well, well, issues one through four are already out on the Any One World platforms. Check out Russ 5377 issues one through four on there. Issue number five comes out this month on the 18th. So check that out. That'll be there. Yeah, go to uh, anyoneworld.com. And, uh, oh, and actually, I check out if you put in the code podcast, if you watched it on the show and you put in the, the, the code podcast, you get 15% off your purchase. So make sure you uh, take advantage of that bad boy. So uh, let's do that. And, yeah, yeah, the big thing is next week, man, I'm going to be at the Comic-Con, and I'm really looking forward to that, dude. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, I don't think I'll ever be traveling for shows outside of texas for a while um you it's know. big I, I was thinking about that dude like even just packing for the show bro like i'm trying to pack as little as i possibly can and still maximize so that i can make back the money that i pay for the table and it's tough to do that you know what i mean and so imagine traveling somewhere and having to ship all this stuff out how much that costs i did it so, to yeah. puerto rico and i'm never doing oh, that again. Dude, puerto man. rico if i ever go back there it's because you invited me and you took care of the bill <laughs> but i am not yeah, spending yeah. the money it, it was a lot of money just the logistics of it's it lot, and the dude. shipping it that's where it costs the mm -hmm. most and then the hotel yeah. you know and then when you buy like if i was there with somebody else i would have stayed at a cheap motel further out in the island and then you know we had a rental car yeah. but because i was by myself and i had all that stuff i needed to be right at the convention center at the hotel right there um and that cost right and uh so that's why you know yeah. next year i'm staying in texas i'm you know i'll do austin i'm gonna do houston i'm gonna you know, I'll, you know i'm gonna do waco right i'm gonna stay in dallas but there's so much in texas that i don't need to go out texas is his own country Oh, and, Texas uh, has so much stuff going on. Yeah, Holy I don't need to. Cow. I don't move. And right now, I'm also working with schools right now to do uh, um, yeah. um, demonstrations and speaking engagements. So yeah. uh, I'm trying to book myself next year in Texas and build my brand out here and uh, and then get it out that way. Um, you know, because you know um, that's the only thing. You know, if if you don't do the hustle, if you don't put it out there, it's not going to happen. But I want to show everybody where I'm going to be. I got the floor map um, at uh, the All Anti Comic Fest. So as you can see where it says lobby and there's table number 34, right? When you turn from that lobby, you, you run right into me first. So I'm right there, which is pretty dope. The main entrance is, um, I don't know if you see that, but the main entrance, you see where it says main entrance. And then if you go right here, um, I'm right here by the way, it says main room and uh, table number 34. And then Paul Gomez is 41 right behind me or back here. 
So that's pretty dope. So uh, that's uh, to... what, what is that? What what that, what is that location? What is it like a school or some shit? What is it? Uh, I don't know. It's got it, rooms, like it's got different yeah. rooms. Yeah, it has. Um, I think it's like a school. Yeah, because it has music room, garden yeah. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, well, last time the, I was in the garden room. room. At the Arlington Comic Fest. The last okay. time I was in the garden room, and I didn't like that because in the garden room, I was the only independent guy there. Everybody else was vendors. And so this time they got me in the main room. Um, I think Lori Cocotero was in the main room last year. And so this time I'll be in the main room. Okay. And that's where the action's at. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard when you when they when they split conventions. It, it's great for the for the people going. Again, that's one of those things for the attendees. It's kind of cool to kind of like go into the different rooms. But for a vendor, dude, it's like because you're waiting and you're hoping somebody walks in. Who's in there? That's what happened with <laughs> yeah. us. I was like, yeah. no, no, no. So I did. Yeah. I put that in my notes this time um, for this year. It's like, you know, please make sure that I'm in the pit. Um, Lori's in the art room this year. Oh, they switched us. <laughs> She's in the art room. I was like, Which is the art room? The art room is the one at the top. The, the art room is uh, where is that? Uh, yeah, it's the one at the top. Oh, that's a good room. I mean, it's right yeah. by the lobby. So yeah. 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 I don't like being in the side rooms. I want to be where the action's at with all the other comic guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, because you don't want consistency. Yeah, I, mean, I got lucky in Waco because I was with the vendors and I was the only comic guy and I killed it. Um, but, you know, that's that's one, one in a million, right? You never know you're going to have that same you luck. Never know, bro. You never right? know. Um, so you got to work. Yeah. You better work. You better work. But uh, yeah, so that was not again. If you have a comment about AI, leave it in the comments below. Um, I thought it was a fact. It's always been a hot and topic. It's mm -hmm. always been a hot button topic. Yeah. But uh, I guess I say it's fraud. You're fraud. You're fake. You're yeah, fraud. That's it. That's it. Uh, so that's my my point. I'll stand by it. Um, and uh, but if you're gonna do it, do it right. Let everybody know that's what you're doing. Um, Thank you to our guest, Brandon Ingram. Thank you to everybody who joined in um, today. At one point, there was like 17 people. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you all uh, for joining us today. And uh, we appreciate every single one of you. Don't forget, if you hit that like button, subscribe, recommend the show to a friend. Um, and when you get a chance, go check out There's Nailing My Toilet on Kickstarter. I appreciate your support. With that said, I'm Sam, the crazy man, Vera. George, the dream of Medina. And we are out. Now I was talking about my friend Aquis. I met him. Say my name. Say my name. This is what you were thinking? Oh, He was grabbing. He said, I'm the. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Uh, this is Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs>